0: Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Sleship, and we have a slightly different edition with you for you this afternoon. Now we have Naomi Burley, our Managing Director, talking a bit about the Financial Crimes Congress next week. There are a few things that she's going to touch on in terms of access to regulators. Um, The fact that you can still register, you can still sign up. Um, So I hope you're, I know you were really anxious about that, you know, finger hovering over the button and looking forlornly at the events page. Uh, But yes, Naomi, talk a little bit about what people can expect next week.
1: (laughs) I love that approach. Um, (laughs) Well, I, I guess next week is our annual Financial Crimes and AML Congress. Um, And I, you know, deliberately switching that around just to emphasize the fact that it's not just anti-money laundering and counter-terrorism financing that we try to cover on this day. Um, So we've pulled it back to March when it's usually held and it is 100% online. Um, That's in response to what members are able to do as well as keeping costs down for you all because we know that that training budgets have tightened. So it enables us to deliver it to you wherever you might be. Um, So that's the marketing push done but I guess for those who are thinking of attending or preparing to attend, um, getting a really good feel for what's in it for you in the program I think is really important and the thing that I always emphasize and you'll all get this lecture again when I do the opening on the morning is that um, we've designed the day for you to participate so it's not one of those passive sessions where you kind of sit there and get spoken to. Um, the morning is is a morning of plenary sessions and then we move in the afternoon to two workshops which will be run um, one after the other. Um, we have developed the program out of things that members are asking us about, our AML discussion group, um, topics that they revisit, things that the regulator keeps obviously highlighting and not being done well um, and you know as I say to the regulator, well our members would be doing them well so you're you're talking about not grci members but it, it, there's still big things and there's still things that i think that we are grasping with on a really um fundamental basis because uh they're a little bit intangible things like aml governance you know what does that look like why is that different um traditional ideas of governance i think uh only apply in certain realms and and that's the thing that I think is different about AML and financial crimes. And that's why we have a separate day for it from the conference, because there is stuff that we could talk about for two days on this topic. Um, but we're trying to squash it into one. So to sort of go back go back to that design, we are very, very pleased to have Andrew Toey from um, Austrac speaking uh, as our keynote address and bringing to us their insights, the key messages that Austrac needs to get out to market and things that um, they see uh, entities still not getting quite right Um, and then that will take us into having a really deep dive look into Trench 1.5 to understand what that is versus, um, versus, uh, I think someone else was referring to another 1.5 and why it's confusing whether you're affected and um, what you need to do and make it really practical. Where Andrew Ham and Julian Hun who are running that, are going to take a little bit of a, um, a legal versus risk management perspective on that so that we can really make real that translation between, okay, so your organisation got some legal advice, but you are required by Austrac to do something with that. Um, and I think that's the missing that, that comes up in that. We've got a session on anti-bribery and corruption because there's been some really interesting things happening in, in that lately and a session on modern slavery uh, as well same thing really interesting things happening in that space and our level of sophistication in this area really needs a big uplift there are some um, organizations who who have no excuse for not understanding this or having tackled it or having the resources and intelligent people working there who could have analyzed this who have seemingly popped it in the too hard basket and it, and it really is a really important time to lift that. Um, so we're very fortunate to have a really good speaker who will be able to take us through some of the typologies because data helps you do your risk management better.
0: If I uh, can sorry interrupt sorry. real quick. So I know that um, every year we usually have somebody who helps everyone sort of get a better understanding of how to do their SMR reporting and their TTR reporting and all the various reports. Is there going to be somebody who's going to help um, people with the sort of report they have to put out for the human slavery aspect of it, because I, I know that based on what's come out of uh, what I've seen online, that there's been some challenges and some of the things that people have submitted have not been up to scratch.
1: No, no, they haven't. Yeah. Look, I, I, I do think Kim's um, session will really help you be able to uh, put some some um, pragmatic ideas into place around that statement. So make yeah, make it a real thing as opposed to, saying all the right weasel words but not actually even understanding yourself what it means for your organisation so you definitely can take some of that data to understand how modern slavery occurs and how your organisation participates in it I think that's Mm. I think that's the core thing because it's very easy to sort of sit back and go well I don't do that or our organisation doesn't do that I think you need to get real and, and this is a common theme across across the AML and financial crime space. You need to get real. It's it is happening, and your organisation will be touching on it in some way, shape or form. And that is why it's coming into legislation requiring you to do something about it, because we've all been in denial. So, you know, bringing things into legislation is a lot of work. Um, if it's come to that point, it means it's it's a real thing. Um, so I don't subscribe to that whole, oh, it's all become a nanny state kind of idea. I subscribe to the, it took someone a lot of work to get this this far. There must be something behind it. You know, yeah. there's a great deal of smoke. So, yes, Kim will translate that into real pragmatic kind of um, data that you can then take that and go, okay, well, if that's what's going on, let's have a look at what's going on in us and see if there's anything that, that matches up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely definitely no, exactly. but yeah and that's that's our approach to the design um, you know I think that's what you're touching on we try and make it very pragmatic so you could take it back and it's not just not just telling you about what the legislation says because you all know that it's how to make it how to translate it into something in your program um, so our tech session very similar we're yes. talking again with um, Jay Third Eye they're going to be running this one as a panel again but Again, like last year, we're not we're not having a tech demo. We're having, we're getting to capitalize on their experience with implementing it to, and the questions they've had from clients to learn how you can use the tech to prove your compliance. I mean, that's the title of the session, but that feeds into all our other topics for the rest of the day, the AML governance piece, what you can report to your board, use your yeah. technology as your tool, as opposed to just putting it in because you've got a whole pile of data if that makes sense yeah. then turn that on its head yeah. um well,
0: now, sorry i, I should yes, have um, <laughs> spelled spelt it out uh, you said kim so that anybody who's listening to podcasts are referring to kimberly randall um who's executive director of fair supply yes
1: sorry, sorry. <laughs> just, just
0: sticking that in there <laughs> right continue that. Very good. <laughs> all
1: right and then the afternoon um is our two workshops on around aml governance so the first is um Weather size matters. And the reason I, you know, we sort of threw it in there as the design for that is because we've seen some AML governance issues that are arisen, some really big organisations. And then we know um, from reports that the smaller organisations are also struggling with this. So if it's hard for everyone, are there any unique attributes when you're a bigger organisation? Does it become more complex because of volume? I mean, what is it? Or are there some commonalities around this? And really what we want to do with this topic is basically turn it on its head and let's discuss what good AML governance would actually look like from our, and that's everyone who'll be participating, our perspective, not just mine or the moderators. Everyone who, who's in the session will be able to participate and try and paint that picture. And then when we've got that picture of what we think it looks like, then have a look at, well, what are the obstacles? Why aren't we all getting there? You know, is it hard, impossible, or just really difficult? Um, and sort of come away with some takeaways of what might need to change in your organisation. So the takeaways will be personal, but the picture will be a collaborative um, effort from everyone uh, on the, at the event, so all of our attendees. And similarly with the, with the, second, um, the second session, that's being led by Carolyn Hansen. So she's obviously a really experienced um, AML specialist, Uh, but it's all around governance reporting so we've seen that that might be potentially one of the obstacles how to get the important information important complex information across to directors for them to be able to make meaningful decisions because that's also obviously the gap information may be flowing up but then they don't challenge it do anything with it understand what they're meant to do with it so that kind of thing but we'll be workshopping that as well so that everyone should be able to walk away with a really clear picture of the top six things that they need to report to their board for them to have um, healthy AML governance um, so it may not be the data that you think it needs to be it may be turned on the head um, after the workshop who knows
0: yeah well I know last year there was definitely a question about the quality of a governance, uh, quality of the reporting to um, those on the board and mm. whether the reports are structured in such a way that um, those on the board actually understood what the critical issues that they were supposed to pay t- attention it's to. A
1: re- it's a really tough yeah. one because if you're, if you're a, a, a banking person, let's go to the big ones. If you're a banking executive and you've worked your way up to becoming a director and you've got immense experience in banking, that's great. You've got a long tradition of what needs to be reported yeah. up. You've gradually learned over the past 20 to 30 years, vaguely what a risk report looks like in general terms. AML is a really, really new um, discipline for them to get their head around. You know, in general terms, everyone is lacking in some kind of ability to visualize what criminal activity looks like. So you can't, you know, you can't expect them to get up to speed with that. So they don't even know what they want in a report. They don't know what would help them. Um, So we're all learning on the job and I think that as a collaborative effort after this workshop, hopefully that will lift that level of of governance reporting even more for some organisations.
0: So I think we are coming close to our time, but I do have a favourite part of our conferences and especially the ML Congress and it's usually the little bit that gives you the really practical this is how you do this Um, and I think on the program I can see that we've called it the Fast 30, you know, Ah, what's happening. So what... What can people expect from that particular oh, bit at well, the end of the day
1: it's going to be a bit of a funny one this year it, the fast 30 sometimes comes out of a little bit of listening to what's going on in the day and we do a yeah. little bit of uh changing what we were going to say <laughs> so, yeah. but but our focus is and i'm sending out um a very 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 short survey to members shortly to try and collect some outside data but we'll also ask the attendees on the day um, We really think, and we've observed it in delivering our courses, but especially in the AML space, there's there's something missing, and Oztrek says it, and you feel it in your gut. There's something missing in AML risk management um, around, you know, the analysis takes too long. There's something missing. And that can be generally applied to compliance risk management. So I think that there's something in there that we're going to discuss around what's the skill set we're all going to need to acquire in the next 12 months yeah. And what did Ostrack say that morning? We're going to be revisiting some of the three lines of accountability theory again and touching on that stuff in our, in our Fast 30 and yeah. then trying to combine it all in what we learned about AML governance from the workshop and from all the participants. Yeah, excellent. That sounds good. Sounds a, like a, a lot faster than, than my <laughs> podcast, which I promised you would only be eight minutes
0: and it's not. <laughs> so everyone bring lots of pens. You don't want them to write out on you. Bring a good hefty notebooks or... Your Definitely. Tablets, if you were more technologically advanced than I am. And um, yeah, <laughs> should yep, be a good yep. session.
1: Look, we, we, we look forward to seeing you there. There'll be some pre reading going out early next week for everyone who's registered. So get registered. Um, and there will be some post uh, post event stuff. So, you know, the usual slides, but we're also trying to capture some of those things from the workshop and make sure that they go back out to you. LexisNexis, our. our um, Uh, supporter again this year will also be providing another paper that you can use to brief your board and your uh, leadership team about what they need to know and what you got out of the session this year so thank you to LexisNexis as well for doing that because that's a really important piece of work
0: Excellent. All right. well thank you very much for your time Naomi. Thank you This podcast was a production of the Governance Risk and Compliance Institute and the music was produced by Rob Neary